It's after 7 on a Thursday, and uh, it is the uh, 6th of February. It was on this day back in 1911 that President Ronald Reagan was born. He'd be 109 now if he was still alive. And also on this day in 1998, President Clinton signed the the, uh, paperwork and uh, made Washington National Airport Ronald Reagan. Washington National Airport, or as we all say, that fly into Washington, D.C. from time to time. Where are you going to? I'm going to Reagan. I'm flying into the Reagan Airport. You don't give them all that other rigmarole. It's just Reagan. Everybody knows. And there's a great statue yes, of Ronaldus Magnus right there as you yep. drive up to the airport. It's He's awesome. a great guy. He was. He, did I ever tell you I interviewed him? No, you yeah, didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that. I, when I was in the Air Force, I interviewed him. Uh, for Air Force Weekly, and uh, in in the Oval Office, I got to go to, and uh, we sat down to talk. And the first thing he said to me was, "Sarge, you want a jelly bean?" <laughs> and he's he, a big fan of jelly he, beans. Yeah, he was. He offered me a, a, a jelly bean, and I don't remember if they were the big ones or the little ones because he was instrumental in really launching Jelly Bellies. That's the jelly beans that he really liked, and. I forget if it was the big ones or little or the little ones because jelly bellies. When it comes to the whole thing about jelly beans, are the greatest jelly beans ever made. To be honest with you. So with that all said, uh, today would would have been his 109th birthday. Uh, if you didn't hear, Kurt Douglas passed away yesterday. He was 103, uh, and uh, he's uh, he's been in frail health for many years, but. A great actor and a huge lefty, just so you'll know. I mean, seriously was a big leftist, but uh, made some great, great movies. I was watching uh, one just the other night with him and Burt Lancaster, and it was The Gunfight at the OK Corral. I was watching that the other night on on uh, TCM. They're doing 31 Days of Oscars now. What was it I watched last night? My wife had never seen it. I did. She said she'd never seen it, and I had this incredulous look on my face. Are you ready, Zach? Here it is. This is how I look. I couldn't believe it. she never seen the Kane Mutiny, you know, with Humphrey Bogart and Fred McMurray and Van Heflin. It was a great movie. I mean, they they do pieces of that movie all the time. You know, the balls in the hand, you know, the steel balls in his hand. You know, I said, watch for that, Linda. There's a lot of people who do that still, even today. Anyway, leave it go right there, because David Ray is sitting here. He got up, especially early today, to come into the studio and talk to me about how his campaign is going. He's running for state representative in District 40. That's Doug House's old district. And he served, I think, three terms, if I'm not mistaken. Four terms, I Four think. Four terms, yep. So he was termed out is what happened, right? Uh, I, no, I don't think he was termed no. out. I think he just decided he got tired of to, it. To not to run for re-election. And, um, After dealing that whole marijuana thing that uh, they dropped on him, he 
so, decided so, I'd had enough. <laughs> so, you know, so that's where we are. We've got it's an open seat, and um, I'm excited to be running to be the conservative Republican nominee for House District 40. Um, for folks who don't know me, <clears throat> you know, I'm I live in Maumelle with my wife and daughter uh, and our one month old son. We've got a two and a half year old girl and a one month old boy, and I'm the chief of staff to our lieutenant governor Tim Griffin. Been a, a senior advisor to Senator Tom Cotton. Ran, as you know, Dave, the statewide conservative group, Americans for Prosperity, Arkansas, How many for several years. years. Did you do that? I was there for almost three years. I was going to say, yeah, you were there a long time. You spent a lot of time on my show because you came loaded with bear with uh, all the all the information yeah, needed. For absolutely. People here. So that's a little bit about my background. You know, I'm a pro life, pro Second Amendment, lower tax conservative. Um, I, I just believe very strongly that. In order for us to make Arkansas the best possible place to live, work, raise a family, start a business, grow a business, uh, we have to drastically improve our business climate. We've got to lower our tax burden. Arkansas has some of the highest taxes of any state in the entire country, also in our entire region, but really in the entire country. We're tied for the highest sales tax in the country. We have one of the highest income taxes in the, in the southeast. Uh, and we've made some progress on reducing that over the last couple of years, but we've got to stay hungry. If we're going to be competitive uh, for jobs and economic growth with states like Florida, Tennessee, Texas, all in our region that have zero income tax, we've got to continue to improve. And we've got to stand up and defend you know, traditional Arkansas values, right to life, right to Second Amendment, um, the right to own a gun. You know, we are – conservative values are – truly under attack we're seeing things from the radical left across the country that i would have never thought we'd see in our lifetime you know take religious liberty for example the idea that that liberal states are now targeting faith-based adoption agencies uh simply because they don't want to place a child in a, in a same-sex home um you know that that's deeply un-american in my view so um we, we've got to have people in the legislature who don't just talk a good game, but who have a proven track record of standing up for conservative values and policies and principles. And that's that's what I've dedicated my life to, Dave. You know, I've been fighting tax increases at the state and local level um, and here in Arkansas for years. I've helped defeat the sales tax increase back in 2015 when Pulaski County tried to increase our taxes. Um, I fought the $221 million property tax increase. Uh, in 2016, you know, in my hometown, when Mall Mill tried to pass uh, the the hamburger tax mm-hmm. a couple of years back, you know, I, I worked hard to defeat that. Um, you know, at the legislature, when they've tried to increase, you know, whether it was fuel taxes or the online sales tax, you know, I was there testifying against those things. So I've been in these battles. Um, I've won many of them. Have the scars to prove it, and um, <laughs> you know. That's that's the th- here because here's the deal. Everybody says they're conservative when they're running in a Republican primary, and uh, as we all know, when folks get elected, they don't always live up to what they said they were going to do out on the campaign trail. Because because really, Cooper, right? Because it's really easy to <laughs> sorry. It's really easy to um, you know just to, to sit back and and say that you're you're going to hold the line on taxes, but it's another thing to actually go out and prove it and demonstrate it and um, and have a record of results to show for it. Well, one of the things that I know that you've fought against and I have fought against uh, personally, and I started with uh, Alan Kerr several years back when he was state 
uh, you know, representative, and that is special elections. Uh, we've gotten cl- we got within one vote of getting it passed. It, it, that needs to be done away with yeah. because what happens is that these people run elections for, uh, you know, bigger uh, money uh, for schools, bigger money for this, bigger money for that. Look at uh, look at Mayor Scott talking about a one percent increase here in uh, in uh, Little Rock again, and they're going to they they've already said they're going to have a special election before November. Which is a total waste because, you know, that that's going to cost the taxpayers additional money to hold that election when you're going to have a perfectly good election a couple of weeks later. The reason that, that localities have chosen to use these special elections is because they can better self-select their turnout. A lot of times they get a drastically lower turnout than you would get even in a primary, but certainly much less than you get in a general election. And the research shows that this leads to higher taxes. Um, and the folks at, that, at UCA, the Center for Arkansas Center for Research and Economics, they've done detailed, in-depth research going back decades in Arkansas. And the facts are, are just very plain. When you hold one of these tax increase measures in a special election, you usually get an extremely low turnout, sometimes you know, sometimes 8 or 10% turnout, which is really shameful. And that's the intent a lot of times is to sneak these things through, um, you know, in the middle of the summer when nobody's expecting an election or, you know, on Valentine's Day like North Little Rock did several years ago. Um, So I I have been working on this issue for several legislative sessions. We've come a little bit closer each time. Um, The last time I, I worked on this with Representative Justin Gonzalez back in 2017, we came one vote in the House away from passing it. And if I'm elected, Dave, I can guarantee you one of the first pieces of legislation I file will be to reform special elections. All right. We're looking at uh, 18 after uh, 7. So let's take a break, get that in, and then we'll come back with more with David Ray here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right. 19 after 7 and 35 degrees. By the way, some stuff is out on Facebook that is absolutely false. And it's about this race. One, that uh, I'm making it as difficult as I can to have the challenger uh, for David uh, on my show. No, I contacted her because, to be honest, I didn't even know she was running. She knows that I'm on the air. She knows that I support Republican candidates. She never reached out to to touch me. Uh, She never reached out to be on the show. She had, she'd been on the show, no problem whatsoever. I don't turn anybody down to come on this show. Secondly, uh, I had David on in August of last year because I heard that he had decided that he was going to run for state representative. And I have a history with David all the way back when he was with AFP, Americans for Prosperity. And I called him to see if it was true of what I had heard. He said it was. I said, well, why don't you come on and talk about it? And he did. All right. That's how that worked. Secondly, don't tell people that my show doesn't reach that district. That's that's a bald-faced lie. That is an absolute lie. I get in Faulkner County all over the place. Go up in Greenbrier, turn on your radio. I come in loud and clear up there. Conway, come in loud and clear. Maumel, loud and clear, and that's in Pulaski County. I mean, I come in to the area 
that uh, she's running. Sherwood, you can hear me over there. Jacksonville, you can hear me there. You can hear me all over the place. So uh, that's that's a species to be be honest. It's a it's a non thing, and uh, for somebody to also make the thing well, the only reason they've offered to be on is because you know she's she's a she's dangerous now. She could beat David Ray. No, that's not the case. The case is simply this: I didn't even know she was running. I have people come over and talk to me. Now, you can you can fault me by saying, well, you didn't go over and uh, check out who was running. Yeah, I didn't do that. But guess what? I was there on the day people were putting their money down to run for office. Everybody knew where I was sitting at. And all she had to, had to do is come by and say, hi, Dave, I'm blah, 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 and I'm running. And yeah, I, was, I think I came over and joined you yeah. here that day. I said, come on over and, and sit down, you know. I'm not. I'm not playing uh, this whole thing about uh, favorites or whatever. The reason I've said that I can support David Ray is simple: he's against special elections. He's against tax increases. He's a good Second Amendment man, and uh, he's been in the trenches fighting this battle. Period. That's the reason. So that's why he is here with me right now. So good to have you with us, David. Yeah, well, I, appreciate- I just wanted I just wanted to clear that because I I'm just not going to let people just get out and say, well, his show doesn't even reach the district. Yeah, well, that's not true because I've listened to your show driving all around the district and going door to door and all kinds of things, and um, been a big fan of your show for many years. And I'm just I'm proud to be here. I'm not I'm not too worried about the food fight on Facebook. People say all kinds of things when you get into the silly season and an election year. But, um, you know, I'm offering myself up as a candidate because I think I have something to offer um, our state and help move our state forward. Because at the end of the day, we have to do everything possible to make Arkansas the best possible place to live, work, raise a family, start a business, grow a business. And so, um, you know, look, that involves lowering our tax burden. It involves reducing uh, overburden, overly burdensome regulation. It involves... Um, reforming our civil justice system it resolve it, it it involves all kinds of different things improving education through school choice and literacy and stem it involves all kinds of things that i'm excited to work on prepared to dig into the weeds and 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 get to work on so we can move our state forward all right so uh i know about my whole thing with david is very simple Things that are near and dear to my heart that I've been fighting against ever since I came here 20 years ago. I mean, pick up the phone, call Alan Kerr, the insurance uh, man and and commissioner, and and ask him how hard I fought with him, uh, not fought with him but or against him, but with him, because he was trying to get rid of special elections. Yeah, Alan Kerr. I had him on all the time about it. Yeah, back when he was state representative, Alan Kerr really got that fight started, I think, back in maybe 2013 um, and then 2015. I I had Alan Kerr on when we was running for a quorum court. Yeah, yeah, I think in 2015 it was former Representative Nate Bell who Mm -hmm. worked to try and and get the special election reform bill passed and then Representative Gonzalez after that. And so... um, you know, we've gotten progressively closer because a lot of times what happens, you know, Arkansas, we didn't just wake up and have the highest sales tax in the country overnight. Nope. Um, it has happened piece by piece, little by little, 
um, brick by brick. And and a large way that it's happened is through special elections. Local governments will often hold these elections at unpredictable and inopportune times uh, in order to pass a you know a millage increase or a sales tax hike and a penny here and a penny there and 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 the end result is you get a really low turnout and so the people who are really invested in the tax increase passing will turn out to vote in large numbers but your your rank and file citizens that are used to voting in the primary and the general election you know a lot of times word doesn't get out to them that there is a special election on the ballot and what ends up happening is the tax increase sneaks through and nobody knows the election happened and so that's why uh, special elections are really in need of reform you know, local governments really ought to be able to levy tax increases either in conjunction with the primary election or in the general election. And, you know, if that's not enough opportunity to raise taxes, then I don't think we're going to agree on too much anyway. So um, it, that's an issue that I've I've worked on for several years with Americans for Prosperity. Um, and it's an issue that, that I will continue working on until we get it done if I'm elected state representative. All right. Let's go to the phones. I've got um, Robin is over in Sherwood. Hi, Robin. How are you? I'm good. How are y'all doing? We're doing fantastic. You had a question. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I do, actually, maybe a couple. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask, I mean, I understand, you know, you, you're running on the, the tax issues and stuff like that, which is always important. Um, but can you tell me or tell us what you have done specifically for the smaller districts or smaller areas in the district, um, such as North Pulaski, where I'm from. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for the question, Robin. You know, one of the things that I'm most proud of is working to lower our tax burden in Arkansas. And I can say definitively that every single person in Pulaski County pays lower taxes today as a result of the work that I've done to defeat tax increases uh, here in Pulaski County. You know, I've called this county my home for the last eight years. Um, my wife and I are proud to live here, proud to be here. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, I believe in letting our Kansans keep hardworking Arkansans keep more of what they earn. That's why I am. I don't think we need to raise taxes uh, anymore. Any, we should taxes should not be any higher than they absolutely need to be to raise the necessary revenue to fund the core functions of government. And beyond that, we should let people keep more of what they earn. So, you know, whether it was the um, ha- the hamburger tax in Mall Mill that I helped defeat, whether it was the, the countywide sales tax back in, um, I think it was 2016, when they tried to pass uh, the Rock Region Metro sales tax increase so that they could fund more of these buses that, run downtown but don't help anybody out in the northern part of the county i worked very hard to defeat that um so those are a couple of things that i've done and um you know very proud of that work yeah let, let's um full disclosure here david's never been a representative before so he, he never voted uh in the house of representatives here in the state of arkansas or or uh, as a quorum court member or anything like that this was a lot of this was done when you were working specifically with uh, the uh, Americans for Prosperity, so you were working directly with Republican representatives and senators to defeat this kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I've never run for office before, but, you know, I have a proven track record of working to help elect Republicans, conservative Republicans to office, you know, a proven track record of working to roll back burdensome 
regulation, like when I helped repeal our state's prevailing wage law, saving taxpayers millions of dollars, um, you know, working to, to, to defeat tax increases on the ballot. And those are the, that's the reason that, that I've been able to earn so much, so much support in this race, like the endorsement of Senator Tom Cotton, the endorsement of Lieutenant Governor Griffin, you know, the endorsement of six different justices of the peace in, in Faulkner County, including the endorsement of every state representative that lives in District 40, uh, former Sheriff Andy Schock in, in Faulkner County supporting my campaign, along with Jim Houston, the JP and Mayflower, all those folks. All right. We're going to take a break. Got to get the news. If you got a question, 823-0965. 823-0965. More with David Ray when we return. All right, 35 uh, after or 25 till, whichever way you want to look at it. We're 25 minutes till 8 o'clock. 35 degrees if you're on your way to work. Know that the chances of rain is about 30% today. A little drizzle tonight and clearing up. And then tomorrow supposed to be sunny and the, the high should be in the mid-40s for you for your Friday. This week is almost over. It's unbelievable. The first week of February is almost in the history book already. Our special guest, David Ray, he's running for state representative in the Arkansas House District 40. That's the uh, House District that was representative by Doug House uh, for many years. Doug was a friend. Doug was on my show uh, consistently. Uh, at times when I'm talking about issues, I'll get I'll still get emails and texts from him, giving me inside information about things that have been going on behind the curtain and we try to let you see what the wizard's up to from time to time whenever whenever we can here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, David has uh, been a member of AFP, that's Americans for Prosperity, and uh, he has been one of the biggest fighters against tax increases uh, that I know, in fact, uh, as big as uh, Teresa Oki was, who was one of the first people with Americans for Prosperity. Because I've been here since... Uh, 2000. That's when I got here. And I've worked with Americans for Prosperity ever since they announced they were in American Majority and all the rest of yeah. them. I've, I've, I've fought side by well, side with yeah, all those people. You've been people. a great partner in those efforts. And, and um, you know, Dave, I start with the fundamental premise that Arkansas state government taxes too much and spends too much. And that's readily apparent from anybody that's watching. If you look at the tax foundation rankings, for example, we rank 46th out of 50 states in terms of our business tax climate. And if we're ever going to grow our economy and, and attract the good-paying jobs we need in this state, we're going to have to lower our, our tax burden on folks. And, you know, if we have the highest sales, we're tied with Tennessee for the highest sales tax in the entire country. You know, it's there's there's a lot of categories we want to be number one in. That's not one of them. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and whether it's our income taxes, you know, any economist will tell you if you want more of something, you need to incentivize it. If you want less of something, you need to punish it. Well, that's what we're doing with income taxes. We're punishing labor and capital and productivity and work. Uh, we need to lessen the burden on those things so that we can get more of them, so we can attract jobs and grow our economy. Let hardworking Arkansans keep more of what they earn. And, I, you know, it breaks my heart when I knock on somebody's door and, and they look me in the eye and say, please, don't raise my taxes anymore it seems like the cost of living goes up every year mm -hmm. and they're just trying to make ends meet and they're just you know living paycheck to paycheck um like so many people do 
and and it seems like every year government has another tax increase they want to cram down our throat. I mean, we just saw in the news just recently here in Little Rock they want to add another another cent on top of our already but David, highest it's just in the region a penny sales on tax. a dollar. Come on. Well, and that's what they that's what they say, but that's that's real money to real people, and it's it's just a penny in every single transaction you pay, and um, you know that's how our tax burden got as high as it was was one penny at a time getting added and added and added. Um, So you know, I, I I say until until our politicians can look me in the eye and and say with a straight face that they're spending every dollar of taxpayer money that they get wisely. I say no, 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 not one more penny in taxes. Yeah, and I, and in fact, I'm the only candidate in the whole state. I've, I was told this by the newspaper. I haven't gone and checked this myself, but I went and the newspaper told me this. Which when, was the Dem gas? Yeah, the, okay. yeah, the Democrat Gazette reporter when he interviewed me, um, he told me this. He said I'm the only can't I'm the only non incumbent, so the only new candidate running statewide in the whole state that has signed the Americans for Tax Reform. No new taxes pledge. Oh, Grover Norquist. And he asked me, he said, why did you sign that pledge? And I just looked at him. I said, because I'm not going to raise anybody's taxes. And that's the truth. Yeah, that's that's Grover Norquist uh, group. And uh, maybe I should have Grover on and we can talk about taxes yeah. again, because evidently I need to do some uh, re-education as far as that goes again. People have forgotten some of the principles of uh, not raising taxes. Look. There's two types of politicians. There are those that govern and then those that tax. And that that's a perfect statement kind of encapsulation of what Grover says. Yeah, and look, if um if if your mindset um anytime you encounter a problem in state or local government is to just raise a tax and throw more money at something and call it solved, well then you know, we might as well have Democrats in office because that's that's their M.O. You know, I think Arkansans have put Republicans in charge to really be creative, to think outside the box, to solve problems and find solutions in ways that don't raise our overall tax burden. And so, you know, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm committed to doing as as a state representative. OK, so I got some people texting me and one says, uh, David Ray hasn't lived in the district as long as his challenger has. Okay, well, I mean, look, um, my wife and I live in the Maumel area. Uh, we have for the last eight years. Um, you know, my my opponent has chosen to criticize me over, uh, I guess, having lived in the area longer than me. If 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 you view the state representative race as a contest between who's lived in the same house longer, then you know, I guess maybe you lose yeah maybe but you know the the fact of the matter is uh, i think most people choose their state representative based on who they can trust to fight for the values that they believe in uh who they trust to to stand up for the policies and principles of the republican party for lower taxes for the second amendment for the sanctity of life you know those are all things that that i have been working towards for years and that proven track record is why I have the support of, for example, Senator Tom Cotton, Lieutenant Governor Tim Griffin, Senator Mark Johnson, who represents uh, much of the district and and so many JPs elected at the local level all across the district. Okay. So, what do you think? Let's just ask a, for a state. You can be a state representative. You represent um, about how many people if you win in District Forty? Yeah. So most of our uh, 
well, we're at the end of the of the decade, so the population in each district has grown or shrunk. Um, but most districts are around thirty thousand people, and so you know, unfortunately, not all those people go and vote. Um, so the the voting population is much less than that. But um, you know, m- my goal as as a state representative will be to make Arkansas the best possible place to live, work, raise a family, start a business, grow a business. Um, and and that includes all areas of the district. So um, and, and all across our state, frankly, because we 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 we're going to rise or fall um, as a state together. And we need people who are committed to improving our business climate, um, improving our education system so that we can grow jobs and grow our economy for everybody. OK, so. As a representative, because this is something that I've always thought was kind of spurious, because the Senate says, well, when we make decisions, it's for the whole state. When you're a representative, you're making it for your district. And I go, at the national, no. At the national level. Yeah, at the national level. I don't buy that. I mean, you're, you're making a decision that's going to affect all Americans. So uh, how do you feel about on the state level? Do you feel like you represent the whole state of Arkansas? Uh, I think your your first job is to represent the constituents in your district and and fight for the things that are important to them. But you also have to be cognizant that the laws that you write and vote on and pass do represent the citizens of the whole state. And so, um, yeah, you have you have to do both. And um, you know that's in any legislator will tell you that. Okay. So uh, if people want to know more about you, I'm sure you got a website. I- I'm sure they can get a hold of you there. I do. You can find me at rayforarkansas.com. I've got a Facebook page there, Ray for Arkansas as well. You can find me on is Facebook. Is it the word for? No, it's, it? yeah, it's F-O-R. Okay. Yeah, yep, not, not, the, the not the number. Okay. And then um, I'm on Twitter as well, David A. Ray. That's my middle initial, A, David okay. A. Ray. So, um, yeah, find me there. Um, you know, would love to have, uh, first of all, if anybody is listening that lives in District 40, which I'm sure there are because I've heard people tell me that they've heard me on the radio talking to you, actually. Um, I'd be honored to have your vote in the March 3rd primary. Early voting starts February 18th. And uh, beyond that, we'd be happy to have any support. People want to put out a yard sign, help walk doors, anything like that. Would be honored to have everyone's help. Okay, so quick question. Somebody has a question for you. Is there a number they can call and and ask you that question? Sure. Um, You know, my cell phone's 501-916-0286. Um, you know, I try and be an open book with people and be accessible. I think, you know, if, if I'm a, if people, people only have one state representative at a time. And so, you know, if I'm elected, I want to be somebody that they can reach out and talk to about the issues or the or bills that are being up for consideration. And, um, I don't want anybody to ever say, be able to say, oh, well, I wish I could talk to my state representative, but I don't have the opportunity. So again, my cell is 501-916-0286. Um, happy to happy to talk to anybody. Man, you learned that one from the lieutenant governor. He, <laughs> I will tell you, he's he's the most accessible, he really statewide is. elected official. I've I've never met another person. You know, he used to be a, he did the same thing when he was a member of Congress. Yes, he did. I've never met another member of Congress that gives out their cell phone number to every constituent, um, and he does. And I think that you know we'd be better off if if all of our elected officials were tried to be that accessible. All right, I want to ask you one last question because I had somebody just pop up here. Quit talking just about taxes, Dave. 
That is my number one issue. David knows that. Yeah. Number two, uh, talk about the Second Amendment real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm I'm a staunch supporter of the Second Amendment. I'm a life member of the NRA. I'm a member of Gun Owners of America. Um, we've got to have people in the legislature who are committed to defending our Second Amendment rights because you don't have to look far to find out that the Second Amendment is under assault in America today. Look at what's happening in Virginia. Um, you know, there are there are people in, in Arkansas, in elected positions in Arkansas, that are working to undermine our Second Amendment rights. And so, you know, I'm going to be somebody who is, you know, for example, the stand your ground law that yeah. failed last session. Yeah, because of John you know, Cooper. I, I will work to pass that into law. Um, you know, I will oppose the radical left's attempts to infringe on our Second Amendment rights and to, and to implement gun control and things of that nature. So, um, you know, I'll, I will be a strong voice for our Second Amendment rights. I'll be honest. I sometimes forget to ask on certain issues just because I already know where David stands on them. David Ray, thank you so much for coming in. I appreciate it. Uh, we'll try to get you back on before the election. We'll get your challenger on if she wants to come on. Sure. And uh, people will know exactly what each person stands for and can make, uh, you know, a good decision. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate you. Enjoy the time. All right. Let's take a break and uh, final break for this hour. Then we'll have a few minutes left to get ready for Dr. Terry Yamauchi is going to come in, going to talk about the hyper you know, hyperactivity out there dealing by the coronavirus, or as I call it, the beer virus, here on the Dave Ellswick Show. <laughs> 